Hey y'all, this is Lex. Thank y'all for coming back to the Grown Folks, where we talk about real, raw, grown, grown folks folk shit. shit. We missed y'all, and hey, once again, thank you for coming back. Yeah, what's up y'all? It's Court. It's the space where we get into it, so let's get into it. Let's do let's it. Let's get into it. I'm ready. So today, we are pretty much going back down memory lane and, you know, explaining to everybody really how we got here, you know, how life was before um, social media for us and, like, the long, long, long-ass road that yeah. we had to go down to get here. Everything in tween. Yeah, pretty much, and, and how our everyday life is now. Um, so, yeah, we can start off by just, you know, I'll let you tell the, the beginning part. Oh, yeah. I mean, we get a lot of questions about this. So, um, you know, like how everything popped off. How'd y'all get into social media? What made y'all want to do social media? Mm-hmm. Well, it just kind of happened. And it sounds crazy, but we, we didn't, you know, expect this. We didn't work for it. You know what I mean? But, you know, we lost our jobs due to quarantine. And, you know, behind on bills. And we needed something to keep our spirits up discovered tiktok and we just started messing around being our goofy selves on tiktok people fell in love people supported you know we went viral kept going viral we just kept we, we kept sticking with it because we knew the opportunities that it could pr- provide for you know our family so we just kept going with it kept growing yeah. and here we are and we're it, still growing it's crazy like just thinking about like literally two years ago like of course everything popped off for us during quarantine it was so, like it was it felt like almost overnight yeah like when i tell y'all we were like so so broke and we're not rich now don't get me wrong we, <laughs> we still on on the verge you know what i mean but like we were like broke broke like yeah literally didn't have five dollars to our name like it was crazy and when quarantine happened like we both lost our jobs i was working for a bank court was a chef you know part-time photographer yeah and we um we were living in this horrible ass apartment it was the only thing we could afford our credit was shit we didn't have no money, none of that. Like, we could barely even afford that. Yeah, and it was a bad spot, dude. It was so raggedy. Like, I'm telling y'all, it was like shootouts every single day at the apartments. Like, we'd be bringing our kids home from school at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and people would be outside shooting. So we had to, like, hurry up and get in the apartment and stuff. And it was a teeny, tiny, little two-bedroom apartment. Oh, it was so, like, dim in there. Like, with one bathroom one for bathroom. all of us. Oh, that and, was terrible. And my sister was living with us at the yeah. time. So it was six people in a two-bedroom apartment with one bathroom. Like, it was just... We didn't even have furniture when we moved in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. And, like, we, when we lost our jobs, we... Um, got an eviction notice like we had like 24 hours to get our shit out or the cops was gonna come yeah i ain't never out. heard nothing like that it was so crazy dude like we were just so depressed and so down and then our car got repoed on our daughter's birthday yeah wow like we went outside to go like take her to do her birthday stuff which we had scraped up change to yeah. do something <laughs> and 
and we walk outside and the car is gone. Like yeah, I was confused. I thought we was living in the hood, so I really thought somebody stole Gary. Right. I was like, no, I parked right here. Like this is where I parked. You exactly. know what I mean? I was. They came in smooth, bro. Smooth what? criminal and took my. It was so bad, oh. man. Like it was such a dark time, and like really? the kids weren't in school. You couldn't go anywhere, so everybody's trapped in the house. Like it was just. We all need an escape. <sighs> yeah. And we, that's when TikTok first, like, I became aware of Facebook. TikTok, <laughs> I didn't really know of TikTok like that until that time. And yeah. then we just started, like, you know, we was like, just damn. Just being us, being yeah. goofy. We was like, I don't know what else to do during this time. Like, we're so depressed and stuff. Let's try to find something that we can do. Mm-hmm. And we started doing videos and, you know, that just playing thing. around. Mm-hmm. And it just hit. And life from then to now has changed so much. Like, I'm so grateful. Like, yeah. I'm, it's ridiculous. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm blessed. I'm at ease now. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, it's just crazy how everything worked out. Like, we finally got out of that apartment. Like, we got up enough money to move because, like, it was real life dangerous out there. Like, yeah. there would be people. Yeah. I remember one night we woke up in the middle of the night, and it was, like, a whole, like, mob Brawl. of people yeah, like brawling outside of our window like the cops was out there people were shooting it was busting. It, it was, was it was bad it was wild man like it'd be like random people like banging on our door in the middle of the night yeah you remember that? our that neighbors a few times. yeah knocking on the door asking us to take them to the store at two o'clock in the morning i was like if you don't get the fuck away yeah. from me Y'all got some bread, man. Listen, what for? Re- it was it was a wild, wild time, and you know, it it was just crazy. And can then we talk about like how you know we got into social media, boom, we getting numbers, we're excited, but then we were like, okay, what's next? Right. And then you remember the deals we started getting? Oh my god, the brand deals. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. It was literally belittling. Yeah, for real, it we were getting so brand bad. deals for like. A hundred, two hundred dollars, like for yeah. a video and stuff, and like <laughs> we thought we was doing it up. Like, I was like, oh, we can grow this. It's gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was bad for it a while. Was. We had no idea what we were doing at all because nope. nobody we know has ever done no shit like this. Like, there's no like guidebook, nothing. Nobody like that you can ask questions to. Everybody that you want to ask questions to is like in- inaccessible. Yeah. So. It's like we were just winging it. I feel like I feel like it's a it's a new industry too. Yeah, it like really even is. even you know certain agencies don't know what they're doing when they hire these yeah. influencers to do brand deals. And we almost quit so many times, y'all. Like what? it was so hard. Like we were devoting all of our time and energy to creating. At that point, once we seen that there was potential, we were like, oh shit! Like you know, we really can do something with yeah. this. You know. And it was so hard, like, so, there were so many moments where we were just so discouraged because, you know, sometimes we weren't getting the numbers, yeah. we weren't making money, we still were being evicted, like, we we ended up having to borrow money from, like, your mom. Friends and family, yeah. And, and friends to not get evicted, and we're, like, struggling Thankful so bad. And at the time, you couldn't get a job because Mm-mm. everything was shut down, you know. And Eventually, we did find something. I think you had a work-from-home job, and that got us into our new apartment. Yeah. And then I started a new job. You were working at the plant. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then you, you worked there for a while, though, and then and then you quit, right? 
Mm-mm. No, no, I didn't. I didn't work after that. Remember? I, oh, had I thought you worked work, from home. No, I had the work from home job. That's the one I quit. Uh, not quit, but I lost during at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Anyway, you foggy. lost your job first, and then I lost mine. Yeah, no, I'm saying like after we got out of that apartment. So I was working at a plant. So it was just me working. You was kind of <laughs> like handling the back end, the the emails, the. You was like obsessed with Clubhouse, trying what? to find connections and networking and create like coming up with ideas. Like you was really the workhorse. I you still are, like, you know. I was trying to like figure out how to really do this shit yeah, and make sure that we anything. could, you know, just be okay. Like I mm-hmm. wanted to know what we were doing. I wanted to make sure we were making the right decisions and stuff. Like I was on it every minute of every day. Like yeah, I was miserable. Me too. Like, I was going to work at what? Like, I think it was like It was like seven. afternoon, yeah. You were going to work at 7, you didn't get off till like 4. 4 a.m. Yeah. And then we would come home and film. I would wait for you. I would stay up and wait for you. And we were you were barely making, I think, like $12 an hour. Dude, and I think it was... No, I think it was like $15 an hour. Was it? But it, it didn't seem like it. Like, yeah. if you put it together, it was like... What was it like? Four hundred bucks a week. Four maybe? yeah, four hundred bucks a week after taxes, and yeah. we were supporting six people off of that. You yeah, know, it was it was really just draining. It was pointless at a point. I was like, I could really be, you know, using this energy and put it into my craft right. and just go hard. Like I'll do what I can. I'm telling, and nobody believed in us. Like there was a few people, like your mom. And a couple of other people that, like, that believed really, yeah. in us. But everybody was like, this is bullshit. Like, y'all not going to get nowhere with this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I feel like that made me want to go harder. That's why yeah. I was like, I got, like, people don't tell me I can't do something. Yeah, people didn't see it. And then I feel like in, in, in between the time of moving, we was at the old the hood apartment and then the new apartment. Remember we had, like, these side hustles? Oh, yeah. And we were just trying to get I was by, making dude, skincare. And I was selling meals. Yeah. I was cooking. You was doing meal prep. I and, was. And, and photography. Yeah, photography. And we was getting by by that and the brand deals. I was and, making skincare products and selling them. And I don't remember what else I was doing. I was doing something else, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> but, yeah, like, we were just grinding. Like, we really, grinding. really wanted it. Like, we seen the potential and we was like, we can't let this be for nothing. So... And that went on for so long, yeah. the grind, that that hard grinding. And there were so many, like, opportunities that we, like, thought were going to be it. And it was, it like, fake-ass people Ooh. that, like, were trying to finesse us and yeah. stuff like that. And that it was, like, so, bad. so discouraging. I was like, man, I just don't want to do this anymore. Like, yeah. I want to quit. And then we were like, nah, we can't quit. Like, this can't be for nothing. Yeah. Too deep in it now. Yeah. We, grow, we grew, like... Half a million followers in six months. Yeah. And then, like, I was on Clubhouse. Like, when Clubhouse first hit, I was on there all day, every single day, asking as many questions as I possibly could. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a whole notebook and everything. Like, I was asking every question possible. And that's actually how we met our manager. Yeah. That's that's when our life kind of just took a turn. Yeah. like For the better. And we didn't see it in the beginning. Like, but now sitting here, like, everything having for a reason and you know even with the kids like it was hard because like creating like that and then working trying to make money and then like 
with the kids. It was just balancing mom life and virtual school. Dude, it was so hard, man. Virtual school is the devil. I'm pretty sure I had like 45 nervous breakdowns about virtual school. About virtual yeah, school. We all about did everything. Like we should have did like a kumbaya crying circle. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we cried on each other yeah. like a billion I times. And when we um. I remember it was one night in Clubhouse, and I was like, I had waited forever. Like, I had been It was two on, hours. It was like, yeah, it was like yep. two hours I was waiting to ask my question. And I really didn't have any questions at that point, because I had been on there so long. And I was like, there were a lot of, like, influ- influential people in there, like, mm-hmm. talent managers and stuff like that. And when it was finally my turn, I was like, okay, this is it. Either you can go for it or not. And I was like... Fuck it. I'm going to go for it. So I was like, listen, y'all, I don't have no questions. Um, This is what we do. This is what we stand for. You know, all this good stuff. And I don't really have any questions other than how can we work with y'all? What are our next steps and what can we do? So that was really it. Like, at that point, like, the talent managers that were on there were like, wow, that's the best pitch I've ever heard. Like, and people started hitting us up, like, managers from all over the place. Yeah, our LinkedIn went crazy. Yeah, (laughs) like, managers were hitting us up all from all over the place, like, getting us to meet with them and stuff. DMs. And I remember we almost signed with one company, like... Agency. We had, like, like six interviews set up. Yeah. For, like, different companies and managers and stuff. Yeah, and we almost signed with that one, but then our last one yep. was Larry and we we met with Larry he was the very last interview oh, that Larry we did Bear. and we both looked at each other and was like that's the one yeah like that's the one and I'm telling you that was probably the best decision we made career-wise oh yeah to date yeah like, for real like, I remember that moment dude me too I loved his energy I was like yeah that's it yeah that's like it. this is home right here and it was, it was still hard during that time, too, because, like... I had just quit my job, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm I'm about to go hard. I believe in us. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And... And it's really, like, with entrepreneurship... Is that... Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I didn't say it right, but... <laughs> I mean, you look country. I look twang <laughs> to it, but... You have to make those sacrifices that don't really make sense to anybody else because we had been without a job for so long because of quarantine and then you got a job and then when I was like you need to quit <laughs> like she was miserable like yeah I was I was it was so, so bad depressed. and I was like listen we might be like dead broke but it's not something we've never been through before we've been dead broke this whole time yeah you know what I mean I remember that little stupid little pep talk yeah I remember that day too I do too. I was just like so bummed about going to work and you were like, I mean, you don't have to do nothing you don't want to do. <laughs> right. And I was like, I'm telling you. I was you, like, you know what? You're right. You're I right. was like, if we both put our minds to this and we grind and we work our asses off, it will pay off and we'll, we'll make it like. And this, this is not like, this is a bad, I feel like I'm being a bad influence right now, but that day I was like, man, fuck it. I'm not going. And that day we made a TikTok. <laughs> Mhm. Oh man. I remember. It, yeah, we was grinding. Yeah, still grinding. Freaking, I remember because 
I was like, you know, if we put our heads together, do it, it'll pay off. You know what I'm saying? And and your job was like taking so much time away from like our creativity and really like putting in everything that we wanted to put in because I couldn't do anything without you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was there. I was home with the kids and stuff. And I was like working and figuring stuff out while you were at work. But I couldn't make no videos without you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was just crazy. So then we went into fucking overdrive. Like, mm-hmm. I thought you were about to say overdraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were in overdraft bad. <laughs> Telling you, I, we were probably like $1,000 in the hole. Dude, we Oof. messed our credit up. What? Like, credit carried to us yeah, through yeah, quarantine. Right. And then, like, our credit was fucking wrecked. So we're still working on that currently. Like we, you know what I'm saying? We had to pay for that for sure. But I can see the light at the end of the tunnel though. Yeah. Oh God. And when, right after we signed with Larry, because we were already thinking about getting out of South Carolina, we was like, we need to get out of here. Like this is not the spot for us to be able to grow and do what we want to do. So we decided to move to California. Yeah, South Carolina was not motivational at all. There's not opportunities how like how it is out here. Right. And it sounds crazy like deciding to move to California when you're already dead broke. But in our minds it just made sense. So mm-hmm. we literally like packed up our shit and left and drove to California on a prayer. Yeah, we we put Gary on the road. With a little U-Haul on the back. That mm-hmm. was crazy. It was. I can't believe We're we insane. did that. We No, we made the decision, and then what? Within two weeks of making that decision, we hit the road, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like We sold all our stuff for some extra cash. So we hit the road, and I remember driving on the... Man, first of all, that trip took us five days? Mm-hmm. Five days. I feel like it could have been quicker, but... Dude, we had to keep stopping for gas. The kids were getting tired and kind of, yeah, every five seconds. And they were irritated. So we had to stop and get hotels. I feel like we stopped in... Like we stopped every in state. Almost every state, yeah. yeah. And had to spend the night. I had to think about on it. on the road. My favorite was Dallas. I ain't even on cap. Yeah, Dallas was But, um... Well, El, El Paso, too. That was cool. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I remember... No, I remember this one time... I was driving, and you remember the um, the eighteen wood that oh, cut yeah. me off. He was trying to kill us. Oh my god, I was so mad. I'm like, dude. First of all, I'm not, I didn't do nothing to you. You just came and cut me off, and all I did was get from from get from behind him, and I just went on about my business. But as I'm passing the eighteen wheeler, he's like talking shit to me. I don't know what he was saying because I had the windows up, but he was definitely talking shit. Oh yeah, for sure. And then ran me off the road. He was with the U-Haul on the back, with the kids in there, I was like, "Oh, let me get his tag number. I got to, you got to go, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm reporting you." Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, just like I couldn't believe it the whole time we were driving. I was like, "We're yeah. really driving across the country to California," and I had never been to California before. Yeah, I mean, I've been here. When I was little. I don't remember that. Yeah, like that was my first time ever being in California. I remember when we hit California, I seen those mountains. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" I had never seen nothing like that even, before in my life. Even the mountains in Arizona. Yeah. And we stayed at uh, Kaylee's house. K-house. Yeah. It was so weird, and I remember when we got here. And we moved in and stuff. It was just, it was so surreal. Like, I'd never in a million years thought I would be in California. And once we got here, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, 
we we were still broke as shit. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, everybody thought we had money at that point. I'm like, no, bro, we are struggling. We, bro, we didn't have furniture when we moved in there either. Yeah, especially when we spent all that money just to get across the country. Yeah. Oh, my God. That joint was crazy, dude. But shout out to my mama, because when she came out here to visit, she bought us some furniture. I was like, mom, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. She, I want to. I'm like, we about to get furniture. Like, we good. Right. Nope. She insisted. That joint was so crazy. Like, yeah. Just, and then it was just a struggle. And then, like, adjusting to being here. I was just about to say that. And neither one of us have ever moved away from home like that. So, it was, like, a huge adjustment. It was, like, a culture shock almost because it's so different here than it is in South Carolina. Yeah. And we were missing our family. Oh, man. That was that was tough right there. It, like, that feeling, you know, I wouldn't say it went away, but it has died down. Like, we... I feel like we're just now settling in. Yeah. And this is our second apartment in, in Cali. Exactly. the first one sucked. Yeah, it sucked so bad, dude. It was ragged. Like, the building was, like, 800 years old. I'm dead. And it was, like, falling apart. And it was, oh, Palm Springs. If you got kids, don't ever move to Palm Springs. No. Nothing but old people that hate kids. I'm telling you. Not all people. So, if you live in Palm Springs, don't take it personally. But where we was living at, that's what it was. It was bad. Yeah. It was dark in there, too. Like, it was it was hard to film because it was so dark in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, this is not what we expected. But we didn't have bread to just come out here and view apartments and stuff like right. that. Like, we just had to take what we can get. It was already hard to find an apartment at that, so. Exactly. And then the, the other thing that was really hard was the fact that we didn't have anybody, any support out here. Like, nobody to watch the kids, nothing. Nothing. And it was just a very hard adjustment to make like i can't even explain to you like we got so depressed like we almost went back home yep like we literally had made our minds up that we were moving back home and then like at the last minute we were like that's not what we came out here to do yep you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's when shit just started taking off yeah it got it got juicy after that yeah it's so crazy how like we didn't think we were going to make it, and we made it, mm-hmm. but we were still, like, struggling, seriously struggling, and then all of a sudden, like, mm-hmm. we just made that decision. We were like, you know what? Palm Springs is not it. We're miserable here. We're, we got to move to L.A. Get out of here. Because that was the plan the whole time was to move close to L.A., build up our money, and move to L.A. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. And... We still weren't ready when we moved, really. We we still weren't really ready to move, like, Which you mean from, financially. From, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were like, again, you got to take those risks sometimes. You we got said, to. Fuck it. We did. It's all about the risk, dude. Yeah. And we couldn't have did any of it without Larry and Kelsey, which are our managers. And, like, when I tell you, I don't know how we got so lucky. Like, I don't know, dude. They are literally the best managers anybody could ever ask for like like a little a little angels yeah for real like it's so crazy fairy odd parents yeah they're (laughs) they're definitely our fairy fairy odd parents so crazy and then now that we're here like everything is just bonkers like it is it it was like slow i feel like it was like more chill you know during the winter break Mm -hmm. kids you know you know nothing much was going on but dude when when shit hit the fan, shit hit the fan. Yeah. In a good way though. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like, just busy back to back to back. We Got started putting in like way like 
like I said, when we started grinding, we started grinding. Grinding. Like, creativity, everything. That's like, creating. Everything you could think of trying different ways to engage the audience and trying to figure out, like, what worked for us. Mm-hmm. And just going after it, you know, and just we film every single day like it's yeah. not one day that we're not filming <laughs> even if we batch create we we still be filming every day yeah and filming then, meetings now all kind of stuff. we're finally starting to meet friends like it was yes. very hard to meet friends like when we first got here we're finally starting to make friends we're finally in a comfortable spot you know yeah. but the thing is it's still a grind every day is yeah. still really hard we still don't have really any like support out here mm-hmm. like as far as the kids go and stuff like that so our everyday life if y'all seen it y'all oh my god y'all be like <laughs> i don't know how y'all aren't dead yeah <laughs> we just say we went off a bag of doritos and two hours of sleep yeah that's that's it right there like sometimes it, we'll be so busy during the day we don't even get to eat until dinner time uh, yesterday you didn't eat. Oh, I didn't eat at all yesterday until like. Until we got to that restaurant like 10 at o'clock. one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it I was had like no it was time, like dude. It was, I hate when I well, do it was, that. It was like midnight by the time we got to the restaurant and you ate. Yeah, I hate when I do that. But there's like so much going on that I it's did. just crazy. Yeah. Like we get up at six o'clock in the morning, take the kids to school. Only two of the kids go to school. Scarlett's still here with us during the day. We film. We do podcasts. We you run know, our errands if we got to. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Emails, meetings, calls. Cooking. All that stuff. All of it. And then... It's crammed into, a, what, a seven-hour period? Six hours. Six hours? Yeah. And then Scarlett's here the whole time, so we're yeah, still this... having to, like, stop and, you know, tend to her, make sure she's got what she needs, like, all that stuff. And then, bam, 2.30. Pick up the kids. Well, we have to leave at 2. At 2, yeah. To go get them. And then they're home, and then they have like fifty-seven after-school activities, that <laughs> and they homework, do. and homework, and they and, gotta eat too. Yeah, and then they it's gotta like take baths. just rushing all day, every day, and it's, it's just like nonsense. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, man. It's like a, a a cycle. Yeah, I mean, it's different things thrown in the cycle every now and then, but. Events, every, stuff like that. Yeah, like that. But like yeah. every day, it's the same thing. You got to get up. You got to go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go until it's it's nighttime and until then it's we nighttime. crash. And you're like, oh, you want to watch some TV? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. Exactly. But no, not even complaining. Like, No, I love it. Life is so full right now. Like I never in a million years imagined that our lives would be this way. Like I'm so appreciative for the yeah. way like. I think about it all the time. Like, here I am, this little girl from fucking hood, trailer park, like, fucking, you know, like, I didn't even graduate from high school. Like, I got my fucking GED, you know what I'm saying? I dropped out of college, like, That's a testimony right there. Three kids before the age of 22, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just never in a million years thought that this would be my life so right. ooh, i ain't about to get emotional nah come shit. on now that uh ooh, no it's... for me I've, I've always been like a grinder but i never thought i would be in this position you mm-hmm. know what i mean i thought i'd be like this well first i thought i was gonna be like an overseas basketball player <laughs> and then i was like okay i'm gonna be like this dope ass photographer and, right. and now i'm in front of the camera and i'm creating but 
I love to create for a living. I love to create to make people smile and, and make people day just a little bit better. You know, I love I love that. Yeah. Like, I love helping people. I never thought anybody would care about what I had to say. There you know you what go. I mean? Me like, too. I just never thought that people would relate to me. I've never felt, like, related to. I felt like that helped me open anything. up more, too. Yeah. Knowing that I relate to so many people. I was like, oh, well, let me tell you about this. Right. And boom, relating. And that became, like, a, a thing for me. I've always been very open about, like, my experiences and stuff like that. But, like, sharing them with people and, and getting that response and that love back. Like, you know, I'm so glad that you shared this. You know, it really made my day and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. and it makes me feel so good that, like, just telling the shit that I've been through helps people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I never thought that that would be a thing. Another reason I love it is because, you know, our our kids get to see this. Mm-hmm. Even though they're like, oh, y'all do TikTok every day. I'm like... Okay, but when you get older, you're going you gonna to look at it and be like, oh, I don't have to work a nine-to-five. I can just use my creativity, mm-hmm. my my hard, my, you know, you know what I mean, my hard work, and put it all together, my talents, you know what I'm saying, and make it work and live out oh, my yeah. dreams. Because that's one thing I will say is, like, I thought coming into this, I hated working a nine-to-five. Like, absolutely hated it. I was like, oh, well, if I can do this, it'll be easier. Wrong. No, no, no. It's definitely not easier. This is the hardest I have ever ever worked in my entire life it's the longest <laughs> yeah the longest real. job i read miss what i'm telling you <laughs> I'm, it, it's it's been a whole fucking just journey it's beautiful it was ugly it was hard it was amazing it was up and it was down it's everything and, it's and we're up. still not done we're stuck. still not done yeah like it's, it's only up from here and and we're still not done we're still not where we want to be financially like career-wise any of that we're not where we want to be at all but there i just know that it's gonna get better this is not the yeah, end for sure and everything was worth it everything yeah. was worth it yeah it yeah we're still adjusting to that too yeah just that this this lifestyle yeah, because this is not something I'm used to at all, like, Mm-mm. at all. Working but 24-7. It's lit. And then, like, we just gain, like, a whole nother family. Like, everybody that, you know, listens to us, watches us, like, mm-hmm. they give me, like, the support and the the love that I'm like, wow, man, like, I fucks with y'all. Like, I love y'all so much. And, yeah. Dude, it's just even, even fucking great. Even when we do the podcast, we're like, all right, I feel like we've been heavy these last few episodes. I want to do something to make make everybody laugh. You know what I'm saying? Make we're them not feel trying better, to, yeah. yeah. We're not trying to keep them heavy like that. For sure. So we have those talks all the time. Yes, I love it. I I think it's been a beautiful journey, and I think even sharing our journey of how we got here just goes to show that anything is possible, like mm-hmm. for anybody, like especially like. When I, when I look at us and where we come from and the life that we've lived and the things that have happened to us and stuff, and we were able to get to this point, mm-hmm. like, that's a miracle within itself. For real. Literally. For real, because I don't know how we got through some of the things we got through. What? I thought I'd be in a government apartment for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know how this happened, but... It's amazing. And I... You know what I'm saying? I just love y'all. Um, I'm so appreciative for this the whole support, thing. Dude. That's why every time like somebody recognizes me and I, I speak to them, 
I tell them I I say the same thing every time because I mean it. Thank you. Not because I'm not yeah, yeah not because I'm bullshitting, but I mean it. I say I love the love and I appreciate your support so much. Yeah, and I always ask people what their names are. Yeah, yeah. like every time, mm-hmm. like people recognize us in public, and that's still like such a an odd thing for me because yeah, I'm weird. like it makes me like giggle. I'm like. <laughs> It's, you know? I feel like, dude, I feel like we're going to need a part two because that's a whole nother discussion yeah. because it's weird. It is. It's weird. It's amazing. It's like, it just makes me, like, giggly because I'm yeah. just like, oh, my God, I feel like a little, like, kid in a candy shop. I'm like, I'm what? Dead. Are you serious right now? I'm like, what's your name? You know, I want to remember your name. Yeah. Like, thank you so much. Like, you just made my day. It just makes me so happy. It like, does make my day sometimes. And people will tell us all the time, they'll be like, I seen you out in public, but I didn't want to say anything. Please yeah. say something. Like, yeah. please. I love it. I feel like there was an incident when I was in the mall, uh, was that yesterday? But I had like this face on, and I probably like a bitch. But I was just like mad tired. I was stressed out because I couldn't find the shirt we that I was late. looking for. <laughs> I was running behind, so I probably did not look approachable. But I'm always approachable, right? Y'all, y'all, if y'all see us, you know what I'm saying. Talk to us. We'll we'll kiki it up. We'll chop it up. Yes, I'm. <sighs> I just I love it. The story is great. Like. I love it so much. Like, and I wouldn't rather do it with anybody else with but y'all and with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that was such, like, a... That was such a handful, like, our story. Yeah. Like, did we miss anything? I don't feel like we did. I feel like that's really it. Like, yeah. th- there's more to come. There's more oh, yeah. to this story. The story is not yeah. over. <laughs> Chapter two we come. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, I mean, I just want to say I love and appreciate y'all. And yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for seeing us for who we are, Mm -hmm. not judging us. And you know what I'm saying? Allowing us to be our true authentic selves. You know what I'm saying? And allowing us to have a voice. Yes, that was beautiful. I'm not even going to say nothing. Because that that was beautiful. I just want to know if y'all want a part two, like on the inside of the influencer life. Y'all got our day-to-day thing. Y'all got our whole outline of how everything went down. But, like, let us know, you know, if y'all want to know, like, the real inside of what it's like the to be. The inside scoop. Sorry. You... <laughs> <laughs> Your face was so serious when you said that. I yeah. can't with you. I'm done with you. Um, shut up. Sorry. Okay. No, for real, though. Let us know if y'all want to know what the inside scoop is Um, on being an influencer. You know, I feel like. That's not talked about because it's like a... I feel like it's a new industry. Yeah, I feel like people are like mad secretive about it, but... Yeah, that too. Yeah. What ifs? Yeah, they're like... But yeah. Yeah. Shit. I love y'all. Y'all, uh, y'all I love stay y'all more. light. Y'all stay bright. You okay. know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank y'all for listening, though. Make sure y'all come back next Thursday. And whatever y'all do in life... Make, make it nasty. nasty.